Just a little bit. Peace, 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 y'all. And a big boom. Y'all live and direct for episode 10, the 10th installment of Time Bomb Radio. I'm hitting y'all a little late once again. It's Wednesday. I had a crazy, crazy ass week. And so I had a lot on my plate, a lot condensed in my schedule, made it a lot harder to uh, drop new content and, and make this happen. But as you know, as I know, consistency is key consistency is key which is why episode 10 the last episode of season one is titled consistency is key you know rinse wash repeat we have to we have to really become accustomed to a a certain lifestyle and schedule that um allows us to thrive and and continuously create the content we want to create even if it's in between the meantime like I'm doing right now I got so many things going on um, Musically With the app um, Other business ventures outside of the app uh, Just Really doing my entrepreneur thing And it makes it very difficult To drop new content But you guys know I couldn't keep you guys waiting More than um more than a week I, I gotta keep my promise and stay consistent So again we right back at y'all I want to shout everybody out Who's been consistent On checking in with me Who really fucks with the content And really um, finds it informative um, Intelligent Witty and innovative uh, These are, are the things that keep me going Just seeing your viewership Seeing my numbers go up I can see directly who's listening What city you're in What country, state, etc It all shows up on the GPS map So Shout out to everybody all around the uh, the nation, the United States that's plugged in right now with the gang. One thing I'm gonna start doing, by the way, um, is I'm gonna start doing listening parties on my podcast. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm the first to do it, but I know it's not a popular thing. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna start shedding some light on that and and creating new opportunities, not just for myself as an artist and using my own platform, Time Bomb Radio, as a way to get y'all. In tune with the latest drops And you know we'll, we'll do the listening parties Prior to the album release So you, you have an idea Of what the album is sounding like You can have an idea of what your favorite joints are On that album And you pretty much know if it's something you want to buy And support and invest your money in So I think it's a great way for people To market Whether they have an independent record label Or if they're just an independent artist out there It's a great way to preview your content and uh, let the people make the executive decision if, if your shit is worth buying Straight up, bottom line So look forward to that We might actually um, do that for episode 11 actually, That wouldn't be episode That would be season 2, episode 1 I almost said episode 11 Because uh, I'm so used to being in season 1 But this is the finale once again uh, So the intro gotta be extra long, right? Everybody make sure to hit the like, comment Uh do all of that Comment Show your love We need more comments We need more ratings This podcast is too dope To only have the limited amount Of ratings that it has And uh, that shows me a lot That opens my eyes Because I know A lot of people Who are supposed to be family Good friends Etc Whatever they want to Whatever place they want to say They have in my life You guys act super interested And in, like you're invested In, in um, listening to this content 
But you're not applying that interest to the actual show by liking, by by putting comments, by by uh, letting me know your ideas. You know what I mean? And then when I go on little rants like this and and get all cranky on y'all niggas, you know it be it be certain individuals to tell me like, oh, you know, uh, don't sound like you're asking for too much on the people or don't beg. But there comes there's a fine line when. You know, you get fed and you got to remind the people once again, you know, get on your job because I'm on my job. I'm consistently delivering content. So I stopped for a little bit. I thought about it at least. That's why I'm hitting you guys on Wednesday. You know, like I'm kind of crawling with it now, but I'm really happy I pushed myself and got to episode 10. Like you guys got to provide me the motivation by interacting and, and showing me aside from just popping up on the GPS map that serves as proof that you niggas is listening. But outside of that, where's the real support? I know who's listening, but it kind of breaks my heart that the support isn't, isn't you know, as much as the listening. So, as much as the viewership, I, I mean. So, let's get it together, people, you know what I mean? And let's jump right into these topics. Um, I'll get on y'all ass later about how y'all need to do better. But here we go. The world's been crazy, as you all know. Um, and lately it feels like I can't even keep up with the amount of topics coming my way Because there's so much worthy topics that should be discussed and could be discussed But we're going to jump into topic one for episode 10 Bad Bunny in his Masonic themed video where he's dressed as a full transsexual, full tranny mode And this is for his video Yo Perio Sola If um, you're into reggaeton and you're into, um, you know, like the annuels in the uh what's that nigga's name ozunas and all of these different reggae artists that all kind of pretty much followed this daddy yankee and don omar um blueprint i would highly reconsider the genre that you love so much because reggaeton man they got some of the biggest sellouts in all of the industry like that we are we have big sellouts all in, all through hip-hop you know what i mean um which influences indirectly the reggaeton culture because they try to dress like hip-hop people and all of that hip-hop artists and things of that nature when daddy yankee and don omar first came out if they was if they wasn't speaking spanish you you would you would think they're just regular rappers from new york because they carry themselves like some some washington heights you know spanish niggas from washington heights like they don't even look like Spanish singers until they start you start hearing their language and you start hearing the fact that they're reggaeton artists. So, you know, um we have to understand that hip hop has influenced a lot of different styles of music, man. We got trap soul, got drill, got regular trap. We got reggaeton, which is what this whole topic right here is about. So, hip hop in itself, rap influences so many different geographical locations. In and outside of the United States To want to do and duplicate The style that they love so much That they see in hip hop um, Now Because hip hop is selling out At an all time high right now It's making all of these other subgenre Artists feel like they have to Take on the same responsibility Show their loyalty to Satan Or they will not go as far Or be accepted by the people That are considered the big dogs You know the mainstream machine that's going to push this content um, So to be highly considered By the machine To have your projects pushed uh, You, you, you got to sell out at different On different proportions It's different now You know um, 
They taking it to a different level. Like I said, this Bad Bunny artist, he's he's dressed as a full transsexual in the video. Not only that, he's in the middle of hell. He's in hell, dancing in a in a big lake of blood, like a pool of blood, and you know, splashing around while he's chained, clearly in bondage. You know, like it's it's all very blatant now more than ever, and. The fact that I see my people sleep still, it, it, it's disturbing. It's um, it shows you how how cunning and how smart and tactical the plan was. Even though it's an evil plan, they were smart. And if they weren't smart, there wouldn't be so many people still still sleeping, still asleep, still in Satan slumber. Next topic: Kim let Pete Davidson skeet. Get cozy a little too quick Kim also clearly has lost full respect for Kanye West The moment she allowed Pete Davidson to take a selfie Naked in bed with her and post it to social media You know what I'm saying? Like, This is a woman who's still raising Kanye's young children Some of which are still toddlers So there should be some discretion used most definitely for the children's sake Like I come from the era where... um, when parents get divorced They don't just Jump so quickly Into some new shit You know what I'm saying Especially if they care About their children And the perception That their children Have of them You know you, you, You're not just gonna At least my mom wasn't You know My mom to this day She might have had Boyfriends on the side That I still don't know about You know Because she did a great job Of, keep, of keeping that away From me and my siblings you know, if she even had other relationships uh, beyond my, my father, you know what I'm saying? But my whole thing is the respect for your children and how they grow up, their, men, their, their, their mental state. Um, jumping into new relationships, especially quickly, can affect the way children view you, the way they learn in school. Um, and it can really actually bother them, like I said, to the point where... It shows through their performance, whether it be in school, sports, uh, things outside of academics, extracurricular activity, their hobbies and talents. Um, You know, it can take a strain on on, on those things. So shout out to the parents who after they get divorced, you know, they might date, but they do it like they do it tastefully. You know what I'm saying? Um, They don't just have dudes laying up in their bed right after they they just went through something public. And right after they just had kids with someone, somebody, and are supposed to have, um, are, are supposed to just you know, have invested all of this time in marriage with someone. Like she's not breaking up with Kanye, she's getting a divorce. She's not. She she don't just got one kid with Kanye, or they didn't just have a pregnancy scare. They have a whole family. So the dynamic's just a little different. Like, like y'all can call me reserved or, or weird for what saying what I'm saying, but I think that's that's solid. And real niggas need to step up to the plate and, and start speaking like real niggas. Like we can't just keep accepting everything in society, or we're not gonna have any morals or or when it comes to picking or selecting our life partners. You know, it's gonna affect the next generations after if they're just pretty much choosing anybody, no regardless of how they think. And, and regardless of if that would affect the future offspring that you could possibly create with that person. You know, we in a selfish society where clout and fame is the, is the number one thing. 
you know, the sense of belonging, even to people who technically should be feeling like they belong already. Like these people in Hollywood, they, they have their own reality shows. You know what I mean? Like keeping keeping up with the Kardashians and all of this stuff that Kim Kardashian and her family uh, got. But you still feel like you got to put a selfie of you and this new dude, Pete Davidson, in, in bed together. When you see that Kanye, even though he's obviously mentally unstable, you know, he's still a genius in his own right. And he's still a family man. And he's still somebody who, who tried to fight for Kim and, and keep it. And keep it real nice after. Like he wasn't really He wasn't spazzing out And doing nothing crazy He didn't do no bozo weird shit In the beginning I remember When he was genuinely Just trying to like Get her attention On certain talk shows And let her know Like yo I want, I'm trying to fight For our family This is what I'm trying to do For me and you Let's not give up You know He was still providing that hope That glimmer of light That she wasn't It seemed like She was ready to call it quits And just have an excuse to to go fuck with other people in Hollywood um, Way before The divorce and way before Kanye was publicly fighting For her and things of that nature So you know I think The, the real problem here um, Is Just the fact that Even though Kanye knows how to play The media and he knows how to be a celebrity He knows how to use Hollywood To his advantage even if it comes down To his own tantrums or Or um Bipolar episodes You know he, he knows how to use His medical condition To his own advantage And that's what you call A marketing genius It's at the point Where people You know You gotta love Kanye You gotta, you gotta love him And accept him Hate him or love him You have to accept him Because he's still a genius At the end of the day Even when it comes to How he manipulates The media So um, But at the end of the day though There's a There's a, a very human side About Kanye That doesn't really care you know about Hollywood and, and you can tell Would detach from Hollywood In a minute This is a person with a very nomadic Nomad type lifestyle Kanye stays in hotels Airplane hangars uh, uh, Stadiums Any weird random place that can accommodate him In his mind You know there's really uh, no place that's big enough for Kanye's ideas And that's why he's always on the move And he's always, like no place is really a home A home for Kanye, to him, this is in the interview that he had Is wherever he brings his backpack And wherever his computer and his tools and the things that he needs You know, to, uh, to, to create, to make his art Like that is home to Kanye And I can relate to that because even though I'm, I'm not in the financial position that Kanye is in As far as um, business wise I haven't grown to that level yet I fully understand I fully understand as a creative I could be anywhere I could be in California, New York, Chicago Texas, Miami And as long as I have the things that allow me To create and be consistent with my creations And reach the world So that they can respond to those creations That's life That's living and that's home Home is where the heart is. So I respect Kanye for so many things, man. Like for real, you know, the same way I, we, that, that I pick him apart, it's only out of love because I see who has the potential to be black leaders and who are already black leaders. But if they're falling short, you be, like I said, we're going to call it out. We're just going to do it tastefully. We're going to call people out. Now back to Kim, though, and Pete Davidson. They should not be having pictures in bed together this early. You know what I mean? Um, after... Kanye and her split They haven't even been fully divorced 
And even if they are fully divorced, like I said, y- y'all got toddlers, little little babies still. Y'all raising a whole family. Um, it just seems like she's doing too much to try to detach Kanye from from being a family man. Not inviting him to birthday parties. Uh, just going out of her way to really like be cold and show her true Kardashian colors. And this is why we have to understand we can't just procreate with anybody. We cannot. We have to really we have to really ensure that those people have our best interests because sometimes people can show their true colors 5, 10, 15, 20 years later. You got to really feel like you know somebody in and out before you go and take that leap of faith and jump the broom or or shoot that nightclub up not once, not twice, but like five times like Kanye did cuz he got like five jits by by uh Kim Kardashian. And you would think that that somebody with five kids would humble themselves down and stop chasing this Hollywood lifestyle so much. You would think Kim's motherly side would take over by now and um, not care to be chasing all this clout and be seen so quickly after the split from her from the father of her children in bed with, with somebody who looks like they pale in comparison to the person who she got kids with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pete Davidson is famous for what he's famous for, but if you compare, and I hate to compare, but it's the reality. If you compare Pete Davidson and what and his current legacy and what he'll leave behind compared to Kanye and his current legacy and what he'll leave behind, they, you, it completely eclipses Pete Davidson. Skeet don't got no type of uh, a comparison to Kanye when it comes to that. You know, and I'm sure Kim knows that. So these got to be really desperate reaches to really make Kanye feel some type of way, um, like like he really missing out or lost something. To Kanye, this is the personal message to Kanye: Keep on winning, man. Keep on making your money. Continue to be a billionaire. Continue to be a legendary. Continue to be great. Continue to work on your mental health, brother. Keep your mind sharp and understand that you will always be you. You know what I'm saying? You will always be you And that is why Out of all the people That Kim Had sex with And slept with In this industry All of these All of these different celebrities She decided to make you The father of her child Five times over Because she knows How iconic A Kanye West is All sellouts to be honest But we gonna call it how it is And you know We gonna choose the better The better evil here so I'm going to rock with Kanye between this whole Kim and Kanye, Pete Davidson beef. Pete Davidson, you got to grow up, man, straight up. Like, you already the youngest in this whole situation. So show your, show your growth and show that you shouldn't, that, that you're not just a kid trying to um, break up a family and, and, and um, you know, be some, be some, some wife's side, side piece. Like, show some integrity and show that you're not thirsty for clout. You already have a... Successful, even though you whack and you you a garbage comedian, like let's keep it real, you have a some a semi successful career. You know you've dated Ariana Grande, you've did your Hollywood thing, you've hosted shows, you you're Pete Davidson. You know you have an identity still within Hollywood, so you don't have to feel thirsty to go out there, jump out the window, and do all this clout chasing bullshit and and show yourself on IG with your shirt off in Kim's bed with Kim next to you. Like what are you trying to prove? We already know the business. We know what's going on already. It's all good. So anyway, <laughs> let's keep it moving because y'all know I can stay on the topic for a minute. For real, for real. 
Why are judges and attorneys who practice law in the UK specifically, or, or I apologize, why are judges and attorneys who practice law in UK governed countries, right? Like London, England, Australia, even Jamaica. Yeah, Caribbean islands too that are still governed um, or still have that UK uh, influence strongly embedded in them. They still wearing Caucasian wigs in the court system. Why? Why are people wearing these George Washington white people wigs from the 1800s, from the slavery days, while they're determining the fate of black people? Is this some type of flash, flash from the past so that we could really feel like we're in slavery? You know, like you reading the sentences to the verdicts, you, you, you sentencing people, reading these verdicts while you're pretty much in 1800 slavery cosplay. If, if there was cosplay for um, the slavery days, these people would win first place. How can you, how can we still, how can we still have these wigs black people black dark-skinned people spanish people chinese people wearing these wigs there's so much clear racism still in our climate and in our environment that's not being called out and we need to really step up to the plate i say these three words a lot or i think it's four words now more than ever now more than ever <laughs> I say that a lot But it's the facts Now more than ever We need to stop the bullshit And we need to call out The judicial system The court system For even Wearing these wigs What is it supposed to represent? Who specifically And what people Is it supposed to represent? And why are our minorities Going to school For these Incredibly difficult curriculums It's not easy to become An attorney Or a judge so you would think they would have the common sense, the minorities who are studying for these programs and these and these careers. You would think they'd have the sense to question the, 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 the educational institutions and just the institutions in general that are still practicing this way, that are still going about their practice this way, like it's the 1800s. Um, that's a problem. That's disturbing to me. It's almost as disturbing as... A show that we have out, a mainstream television show called Blackish. Why is that even allowed? Why are we allowed to have a show called Blackish? But if there was a show called Chinkish, Spickish, Crackerish, it would be an issue, wouldn't it? Like we we gotta we gotta put our foot down. And I'm surprised there's even black actors, Tracy Ellis Ross, Anthony Anderson, a bunch of sellouts to begin with, bunch of Hollywood sellouts, niggas that make it straight to, to straight to DVD movies. You only see Anthony Anderson on barbershop movies. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and, um, and Friday spinoffs that weren't even the original Fridays. That's the only time you're gonna see Anthony Anderson. You know what I mean? Some Romeo Must Die straight to DVD shit, gangster. But but of course, it makes sense now that that's why they would have people like Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross. Play these these characters who are supposed to be the identity, the 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 
2022 way to define uh, black people. You know what I'm saying? Black people who aren't quite black enough to be street, but aren't quite white enough to be corporate. And that's that, that that's what or or just black enough to be corporate. Or just black enough to be a well-rounded Negro. You know, it's pretty much the way white people see black people projected on your TV screen. This is not coming from the minds of black people, which is why it's not okay. It's not okay. And if it did come from the mind of a black person, it was presented to a white gatekeeper who felt who felt this would be the perfect opportunity to culturally appropriate black people with a show called Blackish. That's the only reason why this would even be allowed. Um, I don't hear people talking about this type of shit. And I don't want to be like the one to to say, oh, I'm, I'm the greatest podcast or... But yo, spread the word, man. That's all I'm going to say. I said it in the beginning. I told y'all I was going to get back on y'all ass about this. And, and I am. So spread the word, man, because we need people to really start covering what's important to black people. And how is a show called Blackish even allowed? How is it allowed? How are we allowing other people to dictate their perception of us and then broadcast it to mainstream society all around the world? It shouldn't be okay. It shouldn't be okay at all, man. You know what I'm saying? So I want to know, like, when will the veil finally be lifted? You know? When will we find different metrics to measure the intelligence level of a human rather than institutions such as public schools and college? Trade schools and college are essential, depending on the career path. But for the most part, someone with a high IQ and a great personality can land a way higher paying job than some individual who's acquired degrees such as bachelor's and master's and came straight out of college looking for employment. Same even goes as far, I apologize, some even go as far as to attend graduate school for an additional lengthy time period with no real guarantee of being placed with a high paying job. So you pretty much, you do doing even more school only to be broke at the end of the day and still be struggling. While, while, while white America is spitting in your face Because every time you turn on the TV you, You're seeing shows like Blackish that sounds like, that sounds like hell on earth to me That sounds like a nightmare to me And it seems like we're trying to accommodate ourselves And be comfy and cozy Within this nightmare Of a, of a world that we live in You know Constantly reminded That we are still in slavery We ain't went nowhere We just got a couple privileges and, and we feeling ourselves now That's really what's going on um, <laughs> Let's come to terms With the fact that school Is a gamble In the end it will all boil down to Who you truly are inside And what you're actually capable of When it comes to applying yourself In a particular field That doesn't require your school To be great at For example there are doctors who may attend six to ten years worth of schooling only to realize that they get sick by the side of blood and um, or, 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 or they get nauseous as soon as they see a body on the operating table. That would that would completely um, <laughs> that would completely make all those years of schooling that they had to endure worthless and a waste of money 
and time. Um, and what about the aspiring surgeon whose hand isn't as steady as he may have thought it was and, 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 and will receive a, multiple, a multitude of malpractice lawsuits in the near future for his or her inaccuracies in the operating room? Wouldn't that make education a complete waste for that surgeon? I would think so. We need to start framing the conversation and the topics of these conversations exactly the way you guys are hearing it. And I feel like things can really change because nobody is taking the time to talk about how unimportant school is just as much as it is important. School can can allow you to excel as long as you're not in a saturated field. If the field isn't saturated, there's hope for you going to school and that would possibly add that much more credential to to what you do you know but it's like in a saturated world populated by by the competition which is literally hundreds of thousands if not millions of people with those same exact degrees makes it very difficult especially if you're a minority especially if you're a black man or woman um Cole Sprouse from Zach and Cody The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody um, He had an interview recently uh, With BuzzFeed magazine And um, in fact um, He thought of college As a detox From the negative aspects of growing up As a child star in Hollywood So I would say these are some of the positives Of, of college Or of school is that It does allow, allow you to build you know, Interpersonal skills Find yourself as well Um and just build networking skills with other people I feel like that's the best thing about school To be honest Cole Sprouse mentioned in the interview Quote This is going to sound a bit strange But you develop a moral sickness When you're in front of a camera for a long time The act of performance is an incredible experience And it's really nice But the part of the industry that's fascinated With celebrity and idolatry And publicity can be dangerously validating Especially for young men And so I found myself needing to detox From a lot of that Very validating Very validating You know To the story of the late 70s 80s pop sensation Stacy Ladisaw Who faded away from the music industry After being smart enough To not sell her soul And I actually mentioned Stacy Ladisaw In a prior podcast episode Earlier episode Like two, three, maybe four um, but you guys can hear that And we made a lot of sense about her story And her documentary That's on YouTube She's one of the few people in Hollywood That got a huge opportunity Toured with the Jackson 5, Michael Jackson She was a huge star But when she was given the opportunity To take her career to the next level By you know sh- Selling sex and, and just being who she wasn't Being someone who her parents didn't raise her to be you know, she refused and she took the, the noble route, later even becoming a, a gospel singer and turning her life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's very telling and validating about this industry because she's one of the first people to ever turn down a deal from the devil. So you guys check out Stacey Lattisaw when you get a chance. And um, also look up this Disney child actor, Cole Sprouse. Check him out when you get a chance. Um, he definitely gets my respect for the fact that he took control of his life to some degree um, by conducting himself as a regular person in society uh, when he went back to college and deciding that 
you know, what rubbed off on him in college, which was finding himself in and just being a a more um, a more social individual. He's now able to apply to his actual life. And I feel like many people in this industry, no matter what genre they may be in, whether it's highly, um, well, I apologize, whether it is acting um, or music or politics even, um, they don't get a chance to really be kids. A lot of the people who, who we see that are famous or are groomed for this, are groomed for this from, from their babies. Because Zach and Cody, you know, Cole and Dylan Sprouse, they were actually first introduced to the world on television. I believe the show was Friends, or even before that. They were only eight months old, eight-month-old babies, and, and they were already on TV. And then I believe they started getting roles as little kids, playing kid roles on Friends and things of that nature. Um, you guys let me know in the comments what show they might have started out on, if I'm incorrect about that. But bottom line is their parents sold them out at a very young age And the same has happened With so many Young entertainers That we got out here today Whose parents are, are Literally selling them out um, Whether it's Justin Bieber Or whether it is um, Who else we got um, Aaliyah Aaliyah is one of the most Notorious Child stars You know She had a very grown image So we, it's hard to think of For like a child star She was only 22 though When she died and she was at the height of her career then at 22 and already had a good seven to eight years in the industry as an artist. So she had some longevity, even though it seems like she was taken away from us quick. She, she had some time in the industry. She pretty much ran the whole um, 90s and, and, and early millennium as far as 2000 to 2002 with her music. Um, but the fact is her parents sold her out. Her parents sold her. To, to, to her uncle Barry Barry Hankerson Who managed her career Who later Sold her to R. Kelly And her parents Signed off on that too Sent her to Chicago To start working And writing With R. Kelly At the age of 12 12, 13 um, That's when Aaliyah Really first met R. Kelly And that's what people Don't really talk about As much as they should You know these facts These real facts You're gonna hear them here though you're gonna hear them here, and they're gonna be discussed, baby. You know, you, you, you guys, you, you guys know my body, and you guys know that I'm not just gonna let this type of shit slide. Even if I've known about it for a long time, what's old to me is new to y'all, and I don't feel no type of way about representing some of the jewels that I've always been sitting on. I've always known a lot of what I present to you guys, but um, we got the platform now, so. It's time to do the right thing and, and, and put the word out there, man. This is real fellowship, like I said. You know, I, I believe that people who speak truth can help, can help. Like, that's, those are the people who really help the world, the whistleblowers, the people who are keeping citizens, keeping the world vigilant to what's out there on a, on a physical level and on a spiritual level. So... Yeah, you guys show your support. Send the cash app in King Jewel TB is the cash app. Dollar sign King Jewel TB, and um, we gonna get into the song of the day. You heard it here first. Don't watch Trend by King Jewel, cause real bad man no watch no trend. So I hope you guys enjoy it. You guys leave your thoughts. Let me know how you feel about this new music. Um, if if I'm not putting other artists on and playing them as the song of the day, you already know. I'm making sure I'm looking out for myself and being the song of the day. And this is off of the new album, Eat. 
that is on the way. Uh, I will be announcing the release date when it's fully ready, but this is one of the cuts off of that. Hope you guys enjoy this joint again. It's called Don't Watch Trend because we ain't watching nobody's trend except for us. We ain't worried about who's setting the trends. We ain't doing none of that. We don't care about none of you industry cats. We on our own wave. We got our own fan base. We got our own technology. We got our own label. And we moving type different. You got to respect the flex. And you got to respect people who don't watch trend. So, yo, for the first time ever, world premiere, Don't Watch Trend by King Jewel. Let me know what y'all think. Bite up the beat like A, bite up the people, them top them and them seat like A. They don't want beef with them, we spend on your block for days. Run for your life, put some long up in your wife. She been on my drop for days, got all these thoughts amazed, cause I've been popping A. Could have been shot for slain, now I just shot for days. Hop on a yacht in Spain, hit my connect, soon as I get off the jet, you know we got the bangs. Hopping things, foreign whips, women's went foreign, jury drip, glisten, see my vision clear. You I got a passion for excitement. Tell me how you like it I might let you spend the night Don't mean that I'm a wife I'm just trying to pipe it Make you feel like my chick For the next 24 hours Then it's bobbing Grinding like the clips Out here trying to make deposits Grinding trying to flip it Long as it make a profit Boy, I've been dropping hits Lately and they can't stop it Boy, I don't need the radio To be the main topic Top 10, top pick me, nigga, stop it, rock it, launch up, mini me in my pocket, stop it, stop it, enemies tryna block it, like Nick's first rockets, don't get shot while the clock ticks, got sticks on my shot to friends, guarantee you don't wanna chat with them, pull up in the map back then, 30 rounds from the Mac, get spent, it's a rap with them, I don't match no trend, huh, I do my own thing, baby, make your best friend, take the whole thing, baby, I don't match no trends, I don't have no friends, only family, nigga, you can't match my zen nah. We don't jack your trends Don't get packed out quick and attack by ten Clean it with them, rude boy Pull out the tool, bet you make the nuts for I don't match no trend, huh? I do my own thing, baby Make your back bend, oh Take the whole thing, baby That was Don't Watch Trend from your boy King Jewel. The only, the only one that can give y'all uh, that fire, that quality, that 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 investment of love, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just different over here. Cause I don't watch no trend. You know what I'm saying? So the music just got a whole different feel. You know what I mean? If that joint felt good to you, if you really like the new music I've been putting out, previewing, uh, that I got on iTunes as well. Um, Definitely show love, show your support. Um, I'm going to close out today. We're not going to really chat it up too much. We covered all the topics we needed to cover for episode 10. This concludes season one of Time Bomb Radio. I will catch y'all uh, for season two. I hope that um, we have more life, more continued growth, more to celebrate about. You know what I mean? I'm about to go roll one. Straight up, I feel really good that I've been consistent 
and made it to episode 10. So pat yourself on the back, because I'm patting myself on the back. Because, nigga, we made it. We really did. We made it. You know what I mean? It's all about consistency, man. Um, trust me, those who weren't checking for you yesterday will be checking for you today. As long as you do what you're supposed to do and you step up to the plate, you rise to the occasion when when it presents itself, you know? And that's what I did. I feel accomplished. I feel good. We're about to go handle some other business outside of this. But I did have to make sure I took care of everybody, all of you guys who take the time to listen, just like I take the time to create this. Um, but let's take it up a level, man. Let's take it up a notch. Really express and show your support. Show that you really fuck with the show. Show that you really are behind this movement and this community and are willing to um, help facilitate the best possible situation for this community in any way possible, which is by obviously supporting. And that can be in the form of um, money with the cash app, or it could just be in the form of genuine support. And by support, I mean leaving comments, actually rating the podcast so that it can be, it can be rated. It, I, I apologize, so that it can be ranked um, in the Apple system and in Spotify and receive the rankings that it deserves. So help me so I can help y'all and uh, vice versa. You know, this is a I scratch your back, you scratch mine type of situation. And, and I'm going to stay consistent. I'm going to keep delivering um, regardless. You know, the work never stops. It never stops. It's just about making sure that uh, we got the world really tapping in with us. And I can't do that alone. I cannot do that alone. And I have many, many people who have come to me and told me they're loving the new content that we have with Time Bomb Radio. So if you guys love it so much, I'm putting you guys to the test. This is your challenge. This is a social experiment amongst human beings. And the challenge, the social experiment is if the love is transparent, let it be that. Let it be that. Let it show. You know? And that's it. Peace. Um, until next time on season two, episode one. This has been the final finale episode for season one, episode 10. I love y'all. And um, y'all already know it is what it is. Let's get it. Boom! Boom! A little bit, just a little bit, a little bit.